0: Hello, good evening, and welcome to another edition of the Cantina Mx podcast, edition 215. We've been at this a while. This is our fourth year of doing this, and we're up to dozens of listeners. So thank you all very much for tuning in live here on YouTube. Uh, kind of a newfangled way of getting it on the YouTube, but we are on the YouTube, and we have a, a lovely picture from folks from uh, Jerez, Zacatecas, up on the stream right now. I believe this picture was taken by... Beto, last time Mexico was in San Antonio in 2018 when they beat Bosnia 1-0. Néstor Araujo had a much better game in that game. He actually scored the uh, the one and only goal <coughs> there in uh, San Antonio. And then, of course, this past week in San Antonio, he uh, uh, did not uh, score a goal, but uh, seemed to uh, allow uh, Argentina every opportunity to score a bunch of goals, which they happily obliged and ended up winning the Match four zero, and this was of course on the heels of Mexico beating the U.S. three zero up in New York and New Jersey, which we will talk about presently. But before we do that, uh, do need to introduce myself. My name is John Jagu. I am coming to y'all live from Lago Vista, Texas. Uh, for those of you who don't know where that is, it's on the outskirts of Austin, on the north shore of Lake Travis. Over on the other opposite end of the Austin metropolitan area, in southeast Austin, we have. Albert Beto El Chiquis joining us from Kyle. Albert, how are you, sir? Hello, Albert. We don't have Albert. Albert is not with us. No Albert. Well, hopefully Albert will be uh, hopping on here momentarily.
1: There's Albert. Okay, sorry. There's Albert. He's trying to (laughs) to hit buttons. Trying to hit buttons. Hitting buttons uh, Yeah, glad to be here, John Glad
0: to have you guys. now glad No, to... you, we were both in San Antonio Although we never, we never crossed paths Because you were, you were diligently working downstairs Taking all manner of pictures And, and getting some audio, etc And,
1: uh I Yeah, was... we, I think you took a picture while I was up uh, Sitting down We were in the same room But yeah, I never we never crossed paths
0: Yeah, I was, uh I was, I was The... Alamo Dome is just not the best stadium for for, for what it is to try to do there. It's very cramped. Yeah, and, uh, uh, I needed to get out because I, I had parked across. street. like, if you're not back by midnight, you know they're gonna you know close the lot or whatever. So I had to make sure to get back before we, uh, before uh, things got out of hand. But of course, you know that wasn't the last car there, as, as is always the case. But anyway, uh, glad to have you with us, Albert. And then uh, over in uh, California, Irvine, California. Uh, We are joined by uh, Joel Aceves, who uh, last week admitted that he screwed the pooch on his ability to go see Argentina, Chile. What what are the games that you missed out in in Los Angeles last week, Joel? You had a whole bunch. uh... Well, there was uh,
2: Peru, Peru, Brazil. The Peruvians took uh, 1 0. Right, so. so He ended up winning. And then they're. Go ahead. Uh, and then there was uh, the Tráfico match.
0: Trafico match. It's, so, so, so you you've you had you've had all this opportunity to uh, to, to 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 go and, and bring us reports back on on some of these matches, and it just uh, it, it, it <laughs> just ha- ha- hasn't worked out for you, Joel. And frankly, uh, I'm not I'm not sure why that is. So, uh, will, the the Chiva uh,
2: Novela has got has gotten all my attention. Oh yeah. Oh, that's the. Com- that's
0: so I apologize. I apologize.
2: Com- <laughs> complete and undivided
0: attention. The Chivas novela, which of course is the uh, is, I mean, is there ever a time when there isn't a Chivas novela? Even when they're winning, they get rid of coaches. When they're losing, they get rid of coaches. There's.
2: Yeah. It just, and it's cranked up right now. It's it's cranked up for heat right now uh, because you have yeah they have uh, we have the. Clásico Tapatio coming up. Chivas versus Atlas. Uh, So, yeah, you have the Chi Hermanos are, you know, going to be calling for blood if Chivas, if Tomas Boy fails to get a result. Um, And then we have the whole issue with the television, uh, you know, uh, for the U.S. So, it's already going to be what, if I'm not mistaken, match week eight? And, uh, there's been no TV for Chiwa's home games. They've all been on YouTube, which I'm loving because it it makes it so much easier for me to watch the games no matter where I'm at. But, uh, not too good for Chiwa's coffers. They need, they need some of that moolah. And I have a, I've gotten a pretty good idea of what, what I believe is happening. Mm -hmm. I guess we could talk about that later.
0: Yeah, we'll get into we'll get into uh, Chivas chat. Hopefully, we'll have some more Chivas uh, available to us when we get into the Chivas chat uh, later on. Uh, as as we jump back into Liga MX talk later in the show, but first we need to talk about some uh, some 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 international. There was an international break uh, since we last spoke, and uh, Mexico plays the USA in New Jersey, wins three zero, gets goals from Chicharito and from uh Guti and Uriel Antuna and then they uh lose to Argentina 4-0 uh, uh, unfortunately frankly uh, uh with a terrible terrible lapses of a uh, a judgment by the Mexican back line, particularly Nestor who probably had the, like the worst game of his career you know, whether you know friendly competitive club game then national team whatever it was it was it was just not 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 his uh, not his best effort uh his uh, mistakes uh, led to at least at least two goals that i can remember specifically and uh, maybe even more in argentina you know not the not the kind of team that uh uh does not take advantage of opportunities like that and of course uh, they were able to cash in the uh the good fortune and win and win 4-0 you know one thing that always uh, struck me weird about the, the lead up to the argentina game was hearing how Mexico were the favorites and how Argentina and I was like it was like it was like who on what planet is Mexico ever a favorite against Argentina and I have to think that the uh, you know argentines uh take a lot of pride in in in, 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 in 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 their in themselves as a as a footballing nation as it were, and I'm sure that the the players saw that and the, like they started laughing like like you know this is gonna be a good opportunity for us to you know, maybe maybe may, maybe turn things around for 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 good old Argentina, and they certainly did that. It reminded me actually, a uh, Joel of uh, in the in the the 2014 World Cup when the when the Croatian coach, uh, I believe it was it was a Niko Kovac, was 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 that the gentleman's name? Yes. When he said that Mexico was going to be quick, you know, that their knees are going to be shaking because they're so scared of playing, <laughs> us. and it was, it was, it was like, th- thank you, Niko, for 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 uh, adding to the chip on the shoulder that Mexico already had, because they play so much better with a chip on their shoulder. Well, as as we have seen, uh, not just uh, uh, Tuesday night, but in in, in in the many years that we've all followed and, and, and covered Mexican soccer, uh, when Mexico is a, a quote-unquote uh, favorite against a, a decent team, they usually don't do very well. And that certainly was the case uh, the other night in San Antonio, where... Uh, chiquisa uh, aside, for about the first ten minutes, uh, the air was completely taken out of the Almudao. When Argentina, I think it was when they got their when they got their third goal and the penalty kick, the place was just it was it, it was it was it was done, toast. Oh
1: yeah, um, I didn't see too much of it. I mean,
0: well, you were busy, you were busy snapping. But I mean, just just I mean, I'm sure that you could tell what just in the general atmosphere of you know there just wasn't quite as electric. <laughs>
1: Uh, yeah, it was. It, it was. I mean, I couldn't. Couldn't see a huge difference there. There was definitely a down. I guess a downhill, and enthusiasm, uh, the the noise. Uh, but yeah, there was still there was still a little bit of, of a uh, hopefulness. Uh, and the, the chant was. Uh, I was. Tabs on the chant. The chant was there. Right. Fully present on two occasions for sure. Um. But yeah, it's sort of, uh, different being on the, uh, being on the corner there and just, uh, to a camera the whole time. It's a little bit like I couldn't tell nearly until after seeing the previews that Nestor, Nestor at our home had made those mistakes. I didn't even know. I knew the defense wasn't to par, but I knew exactly who. Right. But, uh, but yeah, I was, uh, I was sort of impressed with the, the fans. There's a lot of, a lot of guys doing Dressed up with a typical, uh, typical, I guess, uh, costume and stuff. They would have. They seemed to be having a good time until the second half, where.
0: Yeah, where it was more like a like a funeral uh, more than anything else in the second half. Um, yeah, so the stadium, it wasn't a complete sellout, but it was, it was but it was just like the very top corners. Of 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 the stadium that was not filled in San Antonio, and I think if I'm not mistaken, just by watching the replays on the uh, on on the on the television box, uh, the, the match between Mexico and the U.S. I don't even think they opened the upper deck at Giant Stadium. I think it was just the first the first couple of decks, and then the upper bowl was uh, it was it was completely empty. So uh, they didn't necessarily get the the biggest crowd up in New York in, in the New York, New Jersey area for that one, either not, you know, at least, you know, compared to the last time the Mexico played there where they had 80,000 people in, in, uh, in, in, giant stadium. But, uh, I mean, just, you know, again, you know, who in their right mind would, I would ever consider Mexico a favorite against Argentina in in any capacity. And it was, uh, Mexico fielded a, a relatively strong team and, uh, yeah, but by you know, by the first twenty, you know, after thirty minutes we had a player that already had a hat trick. Uh in and uh, Lautaro uh, Martinez. You know what's what's so frustrating for me, Joel, is that why is it that Argentina all their players have like the coolest names?
2: <laughs> it's a combination. It's a, Spanish that Italian, Italian names.
1: Yeah, Italian yeah. style. I gotta say though, I didn't yeah. see I didn't see where uh where people were saying Mexico was the favorite, I knew the big thing was that Mexico's coming in with their strong, like their number one lineup. They're strong. They're a team.
0: Well, I mean, just in the like, you know, in, in the pregame press conferences, uh, the, the, the questions they were asking the Argentine coach. I mean, I mean, I mean, and saying, you know, and, and, and just as you're saying, I mean, they were oh, yeah. the, the general sentiment was, you know, well, Mexico's the favorite, and I was mm-hmm. sort of thinking, it's like who? It's like Mexico. I think I've. When I was a kid, Mexico they had this tournament called the, the the Copa Joao Avalanche. It was in Mexico City. It was like a youth tournament, and in this ridiculous rainstorm, Mexico beat Argentina one nothing on like the flukiest of flute goals. And that was what time. And then they beat Argentina in the in the Copa America in 2000, and then that's it. I mean, it it just, it just does not happen very often <laughs> against Argentina. So, again, uh, you know, I I, th- I think that the, the you know the 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 amount of goal you know the the score line was a little uh you know not necessarily what people were expect, but mean, i think that anyone that was expecting Mexico to just have a have a cakewalk in that game was uh, i mean that just was never going to happen uh, not, not against a team like that i mean they you know they they could feel the pretty decent team together even if they have to bring in some uh you know what what, what, what might consider like b teamers et cetera that's a uh, a pretty impressive array of talent that was uh on the field for Argentina and uh they uh I think that they they enjoyed playing with their food that night. Uh, Joel, it was uh it was it was not what Mexico fans were hoping that uh I don't necessarily think it was like a 7-0 Chile but it, it was a whole lot like the uh the the cero Brazil in the Copa America back in Peru uh, about 15 years ago. It, it was very reminiscent of that.
2: Yeah, I I'm, I I don't I wouldn't say Mexico's favorites, but you could make a case that if there was ever a match where they could get the upper hand, this would have been it. Sure. Because uh, it's practically a home game for Mexico, and you have your all of your best players available. And while Argentina was missing uh, Messi and Aguero, uh, you know, two of their well, their two biggest players, Right now, um, and and they had some some of the younger guys that are you know looking to to be part of the team for this upcoming cycle. So, I I would say I, w- I wouldn't say favorites though, that's that's you know, uh, but but definitely like this, this is a match that we could we could take by we, I mean, Mexico. <laughs> sure, this is a match that Mexico could, cause, you know, you have a good pretty good odds of, of winning it. And uh, I, I felt it was one of those games where anything that could go wrong did go wrong. Sure. And it, it was like almost opposite of – it's pretty much – and I'd say the same thing happened to the U.S. in in the match against Mexico where they just couldn't get anything right. They kept giving the ball to Mexico, and uh, even when they got a penalty, they miss it. Right. and And – and almost, almost the same happened. Where ten minutes in, I, I think in the first ten minutes was they could have been a penalty given to Mexico. And I, I'm not saying Mexico would have won, but at least it would have, it would have, you know, changed the game a bit.
0: You know, I don't necessarily think that you know the the the, the giveaway that, that Nesorajo had was was all that. I mean, it was it was terrible. Don't get me wrong. It was. I mean, he kicked it right at the guy. It's like here you go. You know, have the ball. But the way yeah. that, the way that Lautaro was able to, to to hide the ball from three Mexican defenders and still <laughs> and still turn around, <laughs> you know, you know, you know, turn his body to where he was, you know, fully facing the goal and and, and just to, you know into full Ocho. I mean, that that to me was a part that's it's, it's like you can't have that. And then and then after that, the the the, the defending from Mexico for whatever reason just became like like really panicked. And so they Argentina was able to get a couple more goals from just you know plays that the guys would just never make you know just just trying to kick it you know wherever they it, it, it's, just, it's just it's something that didn't happen yeah so you're right though in that sense it was uh, it was uh, it was unfortunate but I think that, you know if Mexico fans were to you know aside from the you know, the, you know things happen whatever but to me the underlying theme of, of 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 something that was maybe a little bit more uh, disquieting for Mexico was the fact that they didn't get, get a shot off on goal until like the 89th minute, when when Chuky Lozano finally uh, you know made made the goalie move a little bit at least uh, at, you know toward the very end of the game. So they only had one shot on goal in the entire 90 minutes. And I know that that people love that uh, Corona and he has some great moves and I mean, he's really good on the ball, but the reality is is, is that he did a lot of shimming and shaking, but you know, not one of his centers connected. And uh, most of the time, after he you know made one dazzling move, two dazzling moves, three dazzling moves, that's why it's why too many. You know, one dazzling move too many, and he was end up losing the ball. So to me, I mean, yes, it's great that you can play like that, but dude, you gotta you know do something with the ball other than lose it, or you know send off a, a corner kick that is not or a cross rather that is easily guys got
1: to. defense the other guys got got to open themselves up and
0: oh you know, I, 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 I don't disagree i don't disagree but uh, and, 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 and to argentina's credit i mean every time he would cross the ball there's like seven heads wearing white shirts that were there you know ready to, to to defend it so i get that
1: but and maybe the maybe the overconfidence if there was any or the you know they're they were hyped cuz they beat the us 3-0 um people were talking about mexico being the favorites uh the praised the Argentinian coach was giving the Mexican team. Yeah, he he definitely um, they, was was better about They them they might have <laughs> Yeah, they might have been uh like, you know, a little bit con- over uh, not overconfident, but you know, high on themselves a little bit. Right. And I think that looked that looked that way on the on the defense where they weren't fully respecting Argentina. And uh the the numbers weren't there because you see that the the one the the Argentina player that scored those goals was, I mean, he was weaving through them, but there wasn't anyone supporting. And it reminded me a little bit of how Chile was scoring goals. Right. where The defense was just out of it.
0: Right. And, no, uh, that, that's a very good point where just all of a sudden it's like a five on two. You're like, <laughs> you know, where, yeah.
1: where, where are the other defenders? Right. And, and it reminds me of uh, the last time, well, the last time I remember Mexico beating Argentina was, uh, was La Volpe and the Copa America. They bunkered. Like they they, they focused had no on choice. defense.
0: I mean, I mean, there was yeah, there was Argentina. no choice. Yep, you are playing
1: Argentina. You got to respect this team, and I mean, then that's exactly. what
0: they did. I mean, imagine imagine Argentina going, you're gonna play like this against us, okay? You know, you know, guys, yeah, exactly. you guys do your little tiki taka with 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 your defenders, and we will happily just pounce the minute because you're gonna make a mistake. Because you're gonna get frustrated, you're gonna make a mistake, and thank you very much. I mean, it was, <laughs> I mean, sir, I mean, I just. You know, you know, Ron has always talked about, and it was something I never really thought of until he mentioned it. Was you know how you could control a game without the ball? And Argentina absolutely controlled that game without the ball. They, it was like it was like watching them play Simon Says. I mean, they, they, you could, I mean, they just they had Mexico completely under control. They, they, they were they weren't afraid one bit of of anything Mexico was going to do. Did they make mistakes? Absolutely, but Mexico just yeah, it was. Uh, I I agree with you that you have to you have to give them you know a certain you know let Argentina make the mistakes. You know see if you can capitalize on that. But if you make you just can't make mistakes against Argentina or you, you know and, and and any of the top 10 teams you, you just can't you can't make mistakes like that against even some of the better CONCACAF teams. I mean let, let's face it. So yeah, Mexico did not <laughs> definitely did not play their uh their best match and uh, after the pre- after the game uh you know it's funny cheekies, because you know when 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 Osorio loses like that or when a coach that the that the press was already uh you know already had their uh their ire up over uh, the press conferences where you were were a little different and at this last press conference I mean they asked uh data uh, some some pretty pointed questions but I mean it was I mean there was there was no venom behind it they just you know they I mean they they it just seemed like they uh, believe that it was kind of a, kind of a fluky loss, too, or they're just giving Tata, you know, so much more uh, rope and respect and, and leeway in, in, in this particular area. But uh, I, I do think that, uh, that, that, that Tata can, you know, friendlies are a great thing, you know, win or lose, and I, sometimes I feel like you can learn a lot more from losing than you can from winning. So I think that this was a, a very humbling and needed reality check for Mexico to, to remind them, hey, when you, you know, you're a good team, no one denies that. We, we all, you know, the, the world agrees, Mexico's a good team. Mexico's not a great team. To beat great teams, you have to play great, and if you don't play great, they're going to smoke you. Period. And 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 I say that for Mexico, and I say it for every second-tier team on the planet. If you don't play well against a team, against a top team, they're going to whoop your ass. <laughs> Uh, that's 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 just that's just the reality. So, Mexico answers yeah, that.
1: Yeah, there's a, there seems to be a different. Uh, I mean, I I was, a, I don't think I was, I don't even know if I've been in a press conference, maybe once or twice with Osorio. I don't remember his, in, uh, like in person personality, right. but uh, well, the questions Tata were always seem...
0: snippy, and Osorio was always he. He always was like, it's like I've explained this. I don't know how many times. Let me explain it to you again. And he goes on and on and talks about.
1: Yeah. So it, so it made the press easier to sort of like try to get at him. Whereas with Tata, I think he's, like you said, I think humbler and he, he made a good statement. Um, I forget how he said, but he said like, even, or maybe I'm pretty sure it was him. He said it's better for Mexico to improve, to play teams like, like Argentina. Right. And instead of, you know, lower level teams, even if they lose, it's more beneficial to learn and lose and, uh, but you're playing high quality teams instead of just beating up on a bunch how, of. How many times
2: players. have we heard this, Cheekies?
1: Yeah, but yeah, but <laughs> no one ever. Well, from us though, but have we heard it? Well, from uh, from a Mexican coach. I mean, they always the Moleros are always. Uh...
2: No, nah, I'm not with a Molero when they lose to a stronger team. You know, but, uh, this is what we need: more games against the top tier. Uh, but I, I agree with the whole humbler thing, but I, I think, uh, you know, I guess comparing it to Osorio's 7-0 meltdown, I think the big difference was that it's, an, it was an official competition and, uh, and it was against Chile. Without due respect in Mexico, they're, they're just not gonna see the, the two teams, you know, they're gonna see Chile as, as the team that, that Mexico is more, you know, more leveled with, as opposed to Argentina. Even if you had a a, a big chunk of the press, you know, talking about favorites, uh, the history is just there. With Argentina being heavy, you know, have been a historically stronger team. So it's kind of like you, you're just gonna look stupid trying to argue the, you know, trying to trying to prove otherwise.
0: Yeah. You know, one thing that I will say about Tata is that you know, even when they, when the media does, and 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 they'll be the guy that'll ask them a, a loaded question. Uh, Tata answers honestly. I mean, he you know he he mints his he mints no words. He, uh, he 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 praises players when they deserve praise. He uh, calls them out when 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 they. Uh, collectively, he usually doesn't, uh, you know, individually, uh, do that, but you know, he'll he'll call them out when they don't necessarily play as well as he, he would like. And, uh, yeah, I mean, as, uh, as Cheeky said, I mean, he said, uh, you know, Argentina, you know, aside from being Argentina, he says, you know, their next friendly is against Germany. You know, he's like, he's like, you know, there's a reason why, why they're, why they stay as good as they do is because, you know, they're, they're constantly challenging themselves. And, uh, you know, that was a kind of a, a message to to the the, the feder- and, and I was standing right behind Herrera and I'm sure Herrera Torrada would love to schedule more game, more games like that, you know he understands I mean he lived it for how many years. You know he was on the team from what from 02 to or from 99 to 2010. You know so he spent 10 years on the national team. Ah
2: uh, yeah, sadly uh, Mexico Mexico let go of the guy that was working to get us those type of games.
0: Well, it's gonna be he's hard. Now, oh, yeah, he's I, now he, close to my. Right.
2: I'm close to him though, but. Uh... <laughs> you're, right,
0: you're talking about but, you know, yeah. Dennis de Close, who's now with Watella Galaxy. Yes, sir. Who, who made the the unbelievable effort uh, to get Mexico two friendlies before the World Cup against it was it was against Denmark and I forget who the other one was. Uh, was it Belgium? No, it wasn't Belgium. Or was it? No, they they played Belgium before, but they had played Belgium in like in 20. It was like 2016, I think it was, or maybe 2017. <coughs> anyway, well, whoever it was, he, all, you know, it was amazing. Who, you know, the, the the his his ability to lift up the phone and call a guy, and uh, hey, do you guys want to play this friendly? Was you know his was uh, you know just a, you know a really 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 big effort on, on on the closest part by of lifting up the telephone and dialing the number, which is all 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 he had to do to to, to set up those friendlies. Now with the uh, with the Nations League the, the Nations League coming up the uh, the amount of friendlies that are going to be uh uh of of that caliber of friendly I should say that are going to be available to Mexico are, are going to be few and far between which frankly I don't necessarily think that that's going to be a bad thing because I think that that's what's going to end what's going to end up, end up <coughs> happening is that we're going to go back to with the games that they play in the states we're going to go back to those dates not being played on on not FIFA dates and it's going to give uh, a Tata a chance to see a whole bunch of players that he probably otherwise wouldn't <coughs> see. And then when they do have the, the, the friendly dates, they are going to make those. They are going to be, be able to uh, give themselves the flexibility of of heading over to, you know, to Europe, play Spain, or, well, or whatever the case may be.
2: I, John, I want to go back to what you said. Uh, so about Tata, how he said, uh, you know. Keep challenging yourself and how Argentina and next friend is against Germany. Mm-hmm. And then to sort of what uh Teclosa did where he he took it upon himself to schedule the games. Uh but and so I think uh I I hope I'm not confusing or mixing stuff. But didn't he also get a game against England that what they couldn't be scheduled because of television rights? Yes. Yeah, so that's that's the other thing where, you know, the the business comes first.
0: Yeah, you know? but I think that was and, that was as much England as it was Mexico, though. So they're kind of, you know, in the same boat.
2: No, but but we have to. Also, yeah, I, I agree. But but uh, at the same time, then how often does it happen where we don't we we just don't get to hear about it, right. or or. It's how, And the how worst part it about more... it,
0: the worst part about that whole England deal, Jose, it was, it was it was about TV rights, not in England and not in Mexico. It was about TV rights here. That's why they couldn't
2: do it. Yeah, exactly. So you have to, you know, wonder how much that, um, like, uh, how much this this plays into well, the type of rivals Mexico gets. But because, but but uh, England,
0: England is the only other team whose national team games are broadcast here, like like that. So. They could play anybody else, and it wouldn't be a problem. But uh, no, but you're right. Though I mean that, that 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 that's what has to happen, and with the the base of of the next World Cup team essentially being from Mexico, you know, it, it, it behooves that that to have. You know, if they have to if they're contractually obligated to play six games a year in 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 uh, in the, in the U. S. next year, and they have the World Cup Nations League. And you know Tata just has a he just he has a blueprint he has he has the the definitive proof of he can go to the federation and say this is what happens when all we do we play is play Bermuda when we go up against you know when you go up against a team like this so you got to schedule me more games like this and and if that means going to you know you know why not go play Egypt in Egypt how great would that be for Mexico to, to play and 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 I mean I'm not saying well, that me, Egypt the- is the greatest team but oh my God that atmosphere. Olvídate. Yeah, but but
2: see, so so we get back to the whole TV thing. It's like I have to wonder if that if the whole television thing it's a big reason why uh, Mexico doesn't play in more matches outside of the U.S. and outside of you know just outside of the U.S. because they don't really play in Mexico. Well, I mean, both. exactly. I mean, they've
0: they've played in 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 this decade. And I have to think it's, it has to be at least a hundred times in the U.S. easily.
2: Yeah, uh, yeah. Well, out of Tata's game hasn't hasn't it's like only maybe one been in Mexico. I don't think he's he, seen, has he, he played at he the Azteca? Played,
0: no, he hasn't played anywhere in Mexico. They're all been, they've all been in the U.S. <laughs> so yeah, see uh, the group hug has not happened in Mexico yet. It has not
2: happened at no. the temp at El Templo Mayor.
0: It hasn't happened at the when Templo. Me, it hasn't happened at the Jalisco or in or in the Caliente. It hasn't oh, happened God at the huracan or at the volcano.
2: Yeah, um. I'm gonna stick tamalera. with the whole television.
0: And, and as, you know, <laughs> I'm gonna stick with the whole TV. The hidrocalidos haven't seen the group hug in person.
2: So many hugs.
0: Yeah.
2: And so little time. That's right. It, and and oh man, I forgot what second point. Okay, so here's my second thing about um, Tata is that, uh So I think he's he's like working with these uh, with the home base team because that's what he's working with already. And uh, you know, go, going up into the League of Nations, mm-hmm. and and I do believe the rumors that that have been circulating, that he's going to be the one pulling the strings for the for the Olympic team.
0: Uh, not surprising. Uh, you know, he, they there was another call up. You know, they, they're doing the the thing that they used to do with La Volpe, where they're letting him uh, have players during the week. But the players that he's called that he's bringing in during the week are the Olympic players. So, uh, yeah, you know, it's, uh... so I think, yeah,
2: see, so that, I think that lead, that lends more credence to the whole, he's, he's going to be the, the man behind the curtain. What, what he did here say, the...
0: uh, what he did say, who was at the end of the, at the very end of the press conference. And, uh, you know, I should, uh, you know, if only I had, I had, I had, I had a, I had a little device where I had recorded his words. Oh, uh, I, I have it. I said, I don't, I don't remember where I put it. I think it's in the other room, but I'll, I'll go, I'll go dig it up here in a second. But uh, he did say, uh, and Anchikis, you can uh, correct me if I'm wrong, or, or, or maybe you interpret it differently. But he, but he said that that moving for these up, upcoming Nations League games, there's four. They're playing Panama uh, home and away, and Bermuda home and away. That he's that his his intent is to not call up as many folks from the Gold Cup because he's a guy. He's like, I already spent six weeks with those guys. I know what they can do, but to call up the guys that, that weren't at the Gold Cup, and then uh, and then a mix of of, of, of some some newer players. So it sounds to me like that that it's going to be uh, Tecatito and Chucky and and Chicharito and Hector Herrera and uh so that's going to be the those four guys. And then some of the other Liga MX guys that are that are coming and probably some like like we I think we're going to see JJ Macias we're going to see Almoso uh, Isaac Romo, uh, uh these you know some of the so it's going to be a combo Olympic team, and then some of the uh, the guys that didn't play in the golf cup that were in this last call up, Guti, players like that.
2: Yeah, it's and I would say this is some of the guys to be excited about because mm-hmm. um, I think a lot of the, uh, a lot of these young players, some of them are going to end up uh, making the roster for. For the next World Cup, twenty twenty two, uh they may not be protagonistas, but but by uh twenty twenty six uh they could be key figures. Well you so, never know. You so
0: never know. Uh let's let's You not... think
2: J.J. J Mack will be starting in Qatar? You, you see him taking the number nine from uh He's take it away from R J
0: nine <laughs> No <laughs> I'm not saying I'm not saying that, but uh, let us not forget that at the, the, the beginning of the of the '07 cycle with Ugo, and the team that he was playing, he played the Gold Cup and the Copa America. Out of out of those twenty three guys, what like maybe three were on the World Cup roster, three or four. Just wasn't that many of them. So. You know I'm not saying there's going to be that much of a turnover, but I, but I do think that there's going to be, over 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 these next three years, we're going to see the emergence of. Uh, uh, players that uh, you know, some of you know, some are going to come out of nowhere. I think I, we're going to have like maybe one or two that come out of that just materialize, and uh, it, it's going to be very interesting. It's going to be a good. Uh, it's going to be a good mix of, uh, of veterans and, and, and youngsters. I think for this uh, upcoming World Cup, I think Mexico fans, should yeah, think get that defense <clears throat> short up. They should, they, they should be very excited about what uh, about their possibilities, about their possibilities. So. Uh, We'll see how that. Uh, how that but but Cheeky, was, was that what he said? cheekies was that the combination, of folks, that were going to play those games? Did Did I read that right?
1: Yeah, I think he did. Okay, it was sort of. Uh, uh, I think uh, John Arnold see. and Tom sort of interpreted it the same way, and it was sort of confusing the way the way he spoke it. But yeah, I think that's what he was what he was trying to say.
0: Well, I think that what he said was, "Look, I'm going to tell y'all what I told the team last night at the at the last uh, little get together." Yeah. He's like he's like the players I'm, that are, you know moving forward for the rest of the year. The players that I'm taking with me are are, are going to be players that, that 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 didn't that weren't weren't part of the Copa Auto group because I had those guys for six weeks. So you know that I mean it makes I mean seriously it makes sense. I mean you have an opportunity you have four games official games even that uh, you know that in in theory in theory the, I think the game at Panama is going to be the only one where Mexico is. Uh, not necessarily uh as comfortable in uh you know sh- sh- should do well and you should be able to have some players showcase their abilities a, l- a little bit more than than they would so uh there are definitely some opportunities for uh some you know, jj mac and uh Mosso and then some of these uh maybe a goalie or two uh, uh that can uh emer- emerge out of this group we'll see how it uh We'll see how it plays out, but I think overall though I think despite this four zero I don't think that anyone uh you know you know the the there's not blood on the water yet for 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 for, for Tata. the uh the, there was definitely a cut but uh you know the water is it's on the boat but it hasn't been splashed into the water just yet it's uh, it's uh
1: i got some uh in the youtube chat some crazy tinfoil hat stuff <laughs> well, oh, I don't let's, able... let's take a look at that.
2: I need yeah, I need to
1: the game was rigged. He, you know, <laughs> <laughs> so Ros, Ro, Ma, Rosario Mafia stuff. Man. I don't I don't know about all this. Coming... Oh
2: Rosario Well, because uh, the both coaches uh they play with New Wolves and New Wolves is from Rosario. That's that's the that's the mafia. So you could say that, you know, they they planned Because, you know there's a lot of betting in uh Football, especially with the me stations, Get a mix.
1: <laughs> but looking Get a at, the game, goals. yeah, but looking at the game itself, none of the none of the goals scored or even the handball looked uh, the
0: handball it could be suspicious but...
1: <laughs> no did they, they, he was
0: it was jumping up in the air and and it, and, it, and the ball hit his hand there was he did not move his ball toward the hand. it was there was nothing suspicious about any of that stuff.
1: Yeah. I don't know. I <laughs> okay. I see a, uh, I see a laugh, a laughing out loud. <laughs> that is interesting. I didn't know anything about this Rosario Mafia stuff.
0: I'll have to ask some of my, uh, some of my Argentine, uh, connections. You know, it's uh, interesting about Argentina. And this is something I talked about with Arch Bell that we posted, uh, uh, a couple of days ago. He, uh, is someone who who follows argentine football a, a a little a little closer than than most uh and uh, you know we talked that we talked about this on the show before a with uh with grandona out uh, dead i guess not really out but you know dead there really hasn't been anyone that has uh filled what was i would have to think uh outside of UEFA and fifa the most powerful uh position uh, in, in in the world of soccer, I mean, he was uh, he was the heaviest of heavy hitters, and they're having a hard time figuring out who's going to win that battle to to replace him because that is uh, that is a that is quite a little plum for for anybody to have, and it just uh, hasn't happened. And I think it's it's, it's something that, that, that's been reflected over the past couple of years with. Uh, <clears throat> with the sport and the team and, and their performance and everything else, so if they get that settled, then I think we'll start seeing Argentina go back to being who we know them to be. Who is the the, the front runner in that hole is, is there anyone that that is uh, that is what that is emerging as uh, as as the heir apparent to uh, Mister Gondono?
2: No, no, I don't, I haven't kept up with, with, with Dafa shenanigans, I should, I should, um, I, I should, uh, I, I should take a look over there, what's going on, because I, and you know, just, just going into, into the whole Rosario Mafia, <laughs> um, I, you know that that's the other thing because Calloni hasn't fully, you know, won over people and 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 um this guy keeps uh El Muñeco keeps gaining more and more traction.
0: Well, let's be honest uh with Argentine coaches, they really don't really uh, win anybody over until they win a world cup. So uh you know they'll they'll, they'll go through a few coaches before uh before qualifying is done, so is is he the next? Uh, is he the next one to walk the plank? And Muñeco not, yes. uh, not what happened is, uh, is is he the next one to walk the plank in Muñeco
2: No, no, no! Not to walk the plank to to take over the
0: team, right? To walk the plank. Um,
2: oh, you <laughs> you think he would walk the plank automatically?
0: Well, I'm just saying. I mean, that and that would usually what happens to Argentine coaches. On the national
2: team. No. Uh, no, it depends. Uh, you know, it depends how it goes for them.
0: I mean, Tata uh, was 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 their coach in the Copa America. Made two Copa America finals, and they fired him.
2: Yeah, but I mean, he he, he came in. It, it's you know right when all the of his madre, so I think that hasn't helped, and the fact that it's still going on, it's.
0: It's not much of a help. Isn't that crazy that um, it's taking him that long to? That goes to show you just how much of a talk about Game of Thrones. I mean that 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 is the the you know the, the, the to be able to. I mean, think of how powerful that guy was, and for how long he was in that position of power. I mean, and not just in Argentine, cool. but in the world in South American soccer and world soccer. Just this 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 massive uh, political figure. And it's taken them what three or four years to to even come close to, and and they still haven't named anybody. Yeah,
2: it's it's it's, it's a big mess, man. Probably as big or bigger than the Cruz Azul mess. But but just to finish on Gallardo. Sure. So el, Mu- el muñeco, he he's uh so he's right now in the semifinals of the Libertadores, and Again. they tied Boca. Yeah, and they tied Boca zero zero, so they're playing the the second leg. On the 1st of October. Uh, so, I mean, I think if they make the final, they very well could be favorites. I mean, and back to back Libertadores with the um, man, I think this guy's already, you know, set himself yeah, up to why, be one of the. Why
0: would he go to, to Argentina when he could go to like Inter? Cause, because the national team. team, teams team have no but... problem hiring Argentine coaches.
2: They don't. They don't. But I mean, he would still get to go to a World Cup. And you know, you you could. That's that would just help his, you know, his image as a coach. Right. Uh, but I think he's he's well proven at this point. Yeah. And I mean, and I, mean, I do see him. Uh, I do see him.
0: You're not hold. hold you're I, not. You're not. You're not breaking news here. Hold, are you? Hang on a second. Hang on a second, let me
2: but no, there's, there's anybody.
0: He's not going to be the next Chivas coach.
2: Oh, no, uh, no, no, it's, no. it's highly unlikely. Okay. So,
0: so we could uh, maybe, we cross uh, his you know what,
2: well, no, no, he won't be, we could see this guy in Mexico. I mean, we've seen a lot of these big name Argentine coaches, you know, eventually there's, there's end up. coaching
0: the national team right now in Mexico.
2: Yeah, exactly. So we, we... You know, it's not unheard of that at the at the you know twilight of their career, they'll end up they'll end up over here. Who knows? Maybe by then, uh, it could be MLS. <laughs> it could it could be at LAFC. Right. Uh, Twenty years from now, who have qualified
0: uh, for the uh, Concacaf Champions, by the way?
2: Yes, they qualified, so that should make for some interesting matches uh, for the next Concacaf Champions when they get to play. No, no. Now, but, but are uh, you, you,
0: you going to go ahead and get a press pass for those when, when, when they when they play in LA? Uh,
2: depends who they play. I don't, I'm not. I don't, I don't get easily excited anymore. But
0: it's not about excitement. It's it's about it's about it's the level of professionalism.
2: It is true. It is you know? true. It's like uh, I don't get excited for brunch, but but if you said the brunch would turn how could into you not, hang on a, second. a club and bottle not, service,
0: how can you not get excited <laughs> for brunch? It's the best part of just, breakfast, and it's the best part of lunch. Together, it, it just seems it's expensive.
2: Though, you it's know? like
0: you can have you can have $50 huevos You can have huevos and then have a tequila. You know, you can have huevos <laughs> con chorizo and a tequila sunrise.
2: Oh dang! Right, I don't know.
0: You can have that. a huevos. You can have a huevos con chorizo, cheeseburger, and have oh a, dang, and have a, and have That a, actually sounds and good. And have a michelada to wash it down with. But you can't do you can't do that at lunch and you can't do that at breakfast. But you can do it. You can do it in brunch.
2: You can do it at brunch.
0: That's right. That's right.
2: No, but but to to cap off with the whole Rosario Mafia, I mean, and and you know as crazy as it might sound, that that could be. that like you know, I have, you know, it's it's unlikely. But but let's like, I'm gonna play with it.
0: You wouldn't you wouldn't put it out of you the know, realm of possibility.
2: Yeah, no, because we've seen crazier stuff.
0: It's like uh, it, it's, yeah, it's like, like getting hey, we... a, a a ten jack queen of hearts, right? In 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 five draw card draw, and you throw yeah, the other and... two, thinking you're going to get the the straight flush.
2: And you know, there's there's many ways of throwing games. You don't you don't have to tell the players, you know, like, hey, we're we're going to lose on purpose.
0: There's different ways of that. That, that would work though. Just just uh, in case you have to try it. Yeah, yeah, but
2: he could be he could be telling his buddy, you know, like, hey man, I'm a I'm gonna do you a solid here, help help you gain some. Cause that guy did talk about how they they you know help their confidence. So sounded a little weird beating Mexico helped their confidence.
0: Well, I mean, <laughs> let's face it, it was. Uh...
2: <coughs> but but then again, you know, when when you get a slump buster, you know, you you get the gordi when at last call. It could help your confidence, a lot it's not so weird. You still want to show me your cucumber?
0: Thank you, Joel. I just want to play that once a show and have and have a reason to play because it it's my it's my all time favorite drop. <laughs> so thank you for that. <coughs> thank you for that. All right, so uh, so we have a uh, four, Concacaf League uh, Nations League games coming up uh, for that for Mexico and. Uh, and then they uh, will start qualifying i think next summer so so here's here's the, the the situation you know they they have to play one game at AT&T stadium every year and then i'm sure they're going to probably uh uh are they going to go to 6 or are they going to go to 4 for, uh, for 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 some games in the US and and i think that with the possibility that they have to play friendlies are going to be uh in june when the European teams are getting ready for the Eurocopa, and Mexico would be a good uh, a good foil for you know a good sparring partner for for, for a handful of teams, so that that to me I think would be ideal for Mexico is to is, is to have those games in June and play them in Europe. Two three games. We'll see how that. Uh, I'll, have to, I'll have to check the the, the FIFA calendar, but uh, but I think that I think that those would be available to them or uh for Mexico. I right, have good news boys. Uh I was uh I was given uh, access, granted access for next week's League Cup final between uh, Cruz Azul and uh and Tigres so I'll get to see uh Mr uh Mr Ferretti uh, uh, uh first half. I, I hope I, I hope I don't uh hope I don't cry hoy. I don't wanna I don't wanna you know get all emotional in front of Tuca. Because, <laughs> uh, you know, he could, he could, he could, you know, and then, you know, maybe what I should do is, is see if he can get him to yell at me. <inaudible> I think it would be... Uh, easy, easy way to do that. I'm sure.
2: Yeah, I'm sure. Try, try, try to, to try to speak first. Yeah, huh? ask the
1: first A question. You know what? <laughs> 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 to, ask the
2: speak. first question. <laughs> yeah, he's like, Thomas, first. Okay. <laughs> Uh, and then you could stump him by saying that you identify as a female.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh my! God. With my with my salt and pepper goatee and my seven o'clock shadow that I always have, yeah, it's, uh, that that would be funny. No, that's gonna be in Las Vegas because so my wife and I are going up to going up to Vegas for a few days, uh, and so that should be uh, that should be a lot of fun. And if I'm not mistaken, I think. uh, Cruz Azul has a new coach and they're still deciding as to whether or not Pelayas has really gone what? Has, has, I thought I thought Peláez had officially left Cruz Azul and now they're saying that uh that he just might come back and No no it
2: wasn't official because he did not he did not sign off the the I quit uh you know
0: so he I, he got a divorce he, but he hasn't signed the divorce papers.
2: Exactly. He didn't you know. He didn't sign the forms. Yeah. So that's that's what's going on uh, with, with Cruz Azul. And and so, yeah, the, there is some speculation that he still wants, that he's willing to stay, uh, but it's up to Billy. Billy Alvarez, who is the president. And then we have Alfredo Alvarez. Who's is, the brother is, it and up to,
0: is it up to Billy? Vice president? Yeah. And then they have some other clown who... It's apparently...
2: Victor Garces, who is... I don't know how he. Apparently, he's like,
0: his word doesn't count because he's not part of the, uh, the whatever no. it is, the uh, what, what, what their their, their, grupo, their uh, the grupo. the he's not a.
2: Cooperativa. It's right. the, the yeah the cooperativa. So so basically uh, the co-op. Uh, yeah, he, um, well, he has a lawsuit against Billy, and and the lawsuit is like, show me the money. Like right. they want to see. They want to see how much they spent on players like over the last ten or twenty years. Well,
0: well let me ask because... you a question, Juan, and a very, very important question here. Now, if you were if you were Cruz Azul and you want Mr Peláez to come back and you and you can send a nego- you can't send any of those, you have to send the negotiator back. Who do you think would be a better negotiator for Cruz Azul? Would it would it be? Would it be Lady Cemento? No no
1: merecemos este equipo y no nos merecen como afición.
0: Or would it be Lady Máquina?
2: <laughs>
0: so who would you send? Who would you send Joel, to, to negotiate with with Pelaez? The
2: uh the first one is very passionate.
0: Lady Cemento no like, like
2: some...
1: the... yeah.
2: Okay. There you go. Yeah. I like I like that passion. But yeah, well see it's and it's uh, the whole thing with um with like Victor Garces, I mean, I mean those guys still have like stock in the team. Sure. And, and the whole the whole thing was that um, so Pelaez had undermined it, the usual suspects that they have uh, when when it came time to buying players, uh, you know, because Cruz Azul is linked to these promoters and player agents, and so and and I think the coach would play a new coach would play a big a big. You know roll on that on who comes in, you know right, especially if they they to have a say on what players to bring next and uh i I think that was that was the whole thing for Garces to come in and and just block that whole um, turco because then that would that would continue the stronghold that that um, has had. I mean,
0: yeah, heaven, it was given. Forbid, you could heaven say heaven that it forbid, was given. Heaven forbid having your GM make the decisions for the team. I
2: mean, no, yeah, but but see, this is the whole thing, and we we talked about this, it was probably last year, about just the, um because it's a big business, the whole transfer thing. Well, sure. Uh, just the way they do it, like, and and you don't even see, this is the crazy part, you don't even have to sell the player. <laughs> I don't know how that's done, but so so. You could look at the list of, like, foreigners that come into League IMX and and then, um, and then, like, by the halfway mark or even by the end of the season, there's a big chunk of them that never even played. You know? Sure. And it's like, so why did they even bring them? Or how do they keep making this mistake? But it, it's no mistake. It's a big business. I guess it's a way of moving money. I'm and, not sure because we're not involved in that. that
0: but... Let's not forget that the biggest mover in that business is, uh, at least in Mexico, is, uh, is uh, Carlos Hurtado. And he has had his, uh, you know, his grappling hooks uh, in on Cruz Azul for a long time. And don't think for a second that Peláez making moves and, and, and not taking his guys wasn't. Uh, wasn't having an effect on on Hurtado and then I'm sure the conversations that he was having with uh, some of the other folks that you mentioned. So let's yeah. that, that is an area that, that I think that, that but, uh... but... go ahead. Yeah, and, no, you know, I, I think
2: uh I think Sivoldi's a really good coach. Uh I just think uh, Pelayo should have at least waited till the end of the season. Uh but I, I think Sivoldi uh, you know, I think he's 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 very good offensive minded. We saw what he did to Santos attack. He took over Chepo's team and he was able almost overnight, you know, to get to get these strikers that kept you know, they were just almost there with the scoring. So all of a sudden uh he did the necessary tweak and, and all of a sudden all these guys are just starting to score. And he does have one of those players at Cruz Azul, which is uh, Uruguayan Rodriguez. Right. Yeah. And uh, so I think he could, I, I do think he's going to be able to do that. And, and I did, I did, uh, uh, Chickies remembers, we did a our season preview and I did have a uh, Cruz Azul
0: as favorite. Well, let's, uh, let's, let's be honest uh, with everybody. We, we picked Cruz Azul, you and I at least have for like the past three years. <laughs> yeah, they well they did get
2: close. Uh John, they did make the final. They did. They, they did, did make the final and it was pretty close, uh uh but but yeah, they did make the final and and then there was that big falling off between Taxena and, and Pelias, Which which you know that's the thing about Pelias. He he he's not rash. He wasn't quick to fire him. Uh, you know, he let him, he still let him do his thing. Right. Which is the funny thing about my Chi hermanos, you know, some of them have called for Pelayas. And it's like, you guys do realize if he, if we were to arrive, you know, in Verde Valle, wherever Chiwa's offices are now, uh, his first order wouldn't be to fire Boy. He would most likely let him finish the season.
0: Exactly. Now, we did lose, uh, we did lose Chiquis. Again? He has has stepped off. He said that he, uh, he said, gotta go guys, have fun. So we will not have Chiquis
2: with us for the, uh... he has to do the dishes. uh... Uh, Yeah, he
0: has to do, uh, you know, whatever, whatever (laughs) the case may be. So, uh, So I remember Joel. We had a conversation uh, about Pelayas about a year, year and a half ago, and we were, and, and we brought up Carlos Hurtado, and and we thought that at the time, because Pelayas was bringing in, you know, with just the same thing what he did in America, he brought in proven Liga MX talent to to build his team, you know, to build his team up. And we're saying, man, is 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 Carlos Hurtado okay with this? Is is this something that, uh, you know, is, is Belays winning the battle with him? Well, it turns out that that that. That Carlos Hurtado let Pelayas win the battle, but Hurtado ultimately ended up winning the war, with because uh, uh, you know with with with, with exit, I think that that's had a, had a big big uh, piece as far as one of the reasons why it was I'm sure that uh, that the influence that Mr. Hurtado had over the team was uh, overstepping the uh, the boundaries I'm sure of what got, of what Mr. Pelayas wanted you know being the GM and all. That uh, you know, I'm sure he didn't like the fact that some outsider who has no business with the team other than just providing players was telling him who, who, he, who he could and couldn't take. So I'm sure that that had a lot to do with uh, one of the reasons why Mr. Pelaez finally
2: yeah.
0: uh, said goodbye and uh, will be signing with uh, with with Pumas uh, at the beginning of next season.
2: You think Pelaez is going to go to Pumas? Did- they could, you know, is is there is talk that he has offers that there are at least three teams interested in his services. Well, who wouldn't uh, be interested? Yeah, he he does he does make his teams contenders. Yeah, yeah and yeah. and what Cruz Azul has done in the time he's been there, uh, pretty similar to how America was. They're always fighting for the for a Campeonato.
0: Right. Now, who no matter then...
2: what it is, they're they're always there fighting. Yeah. At least. One of the campeonatos, yeah, and and they are they did make it. Uh, are they going to play the final? I believe of the
0: the league cup of the league. They're playing, yeah, yeah they're, they're playing the T- 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 Tigres, Tigres? Uh, next week in Las Vegas. I, Cantina Mekis will we, the I we'll be there. Okay, yeah, we'll see, get some and,
2: uh, yeah, that's a big game, and and just, uh, you know that that could be a good a good cup to win, uh, but but it, it is a bit surprising to me. I would think that if Cruz Azul had the chance to bring him back, that they would jump on it really quick. Sure. Just because of the fallout with the fans. Right. Because uh, I mean, it's been big. It's been big. You see a lot of fans just quitting the team. Uh, one fiel? of the most
1: famous... <laughs> yeah,
2: one of the famous guys being the Morales guy from ESPN. Uh, who did it? What was it? Last year, uh, I believe. Did he, did he quit he did the it team? Last year.
0: Did he quit the team?
2: Yeah, he became an America fan, oh. and uh, he just he just started trolling everyone, and it's been great for his his for for his persona. It was a brilliant move, I must admit. But yeah, he he, he renounced he renounced Cruz Azul, and he became an America fan, and he he always points in the face like. Oh well, yeah, since quitting uh I've been able to celebrate all these things. Right. But even like we had that other guy, um also yes, Pin Sergio Deep. Sergio Deep the most right. known for the they're having the time of his life. Right. Uh, <laughs> he even he was saying like if Pelayas leaves, I'm leaving. Uh but but you know it, it just goes to show like it's gotten to that to that point where you have you have like commentators tv personalities quitting the team i mean that's that's pretty bad press and and yeah a lot of fans on social media are like that's it man i'm done with this team i, I you know because because the garces move was just it, it was just it, it made them look really bad
0: now uh, let me ask you joy uh, you said that there were a couple of teams that were interested in and in possibly uh uh, Bringing Mr. pelai on as their as their GM would uh, would one of those teams? hoel be?
2: <laughs> one could only hope. Uh, I would take him in a heartbeat, but I don't know because I, I, a part of me feels that that he, still he's still involved.
0: Well, he was just named CEO of some other company today. Today, so. I don't know how involved he, he, he could be. But,
2: but there was, there was, I mean, but he was, he was doing the same thing while he was CEO of OmniLife.
0: You know? So you're saying that the, uh, right now, Jose Luis Higuera is like, is like Robert De Bruce's dad in Braveheart. He's sick and dying and he's stuck in the, in the tower, <laughs> but he's still, he's still pulling <laughs> all the strings.
2: He... <clears throat> oh man, I got a coffee bounce. Good yeah, lord. no, he, he has, uh, what did that guy have a it wasn't the play what was it
0: uh oh I don't know it was something nasty
2: <laughs> similar yeah i, could, I mean Syphilis? it's a possibility it, it's a possibility because a lot of these uh presidents or these higher ups they they're tied to companies, you know sure. they're not just his being the the president or whatever of the club that's like their that's like their side gig uh uh, it's like their hobby, but yeah i I because well, you know there's that one rumor that he he invested money in the club I Jeez. mean, so if there's truth to that, I could see him being tired at least until finances are cleared or whatever
0: so uh but
2: I mean but, but I mean the fact that Chivas hasn't moved to replace him is one thing I talked about when I was a guest with the um, she was of the north. That's right. We, you were
0: stepping out on us. I, 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 you know, we, we don't. No, oh, I was. We I don't,
2: was forget, the, we don't forget. We
0: don't forget That was a
2: guest. That was a guest for the. Oh, okay. For the uh you know first podcast yeah. of the season. Did. Uh... uh but that was one of the one of the one of the themes we talked about, and and uh, because yeah. because Pizarro, in an interview, said, uh, you know, I I think that's just that's just for show. You know, it it, it could just they could have just announced it just. Just to appease the fans.
0: Who who treats so, you better? Does this podcast treat you better, or does the or do the chivas and the treat you better?
2: I don't know right now, man. This this podcast sometimes. Who? They, Come on. They leave me hanging. Who?
0: They,
2: they, who? They tell me one day. Does
0: does does? Let me let me ask you this. Does the chivas and Norte podcast have? y galletas para todos. Oh no, they okay. don't. Right. They don't have
2: that. All right. But but they are having. Uh, they are having a,
0: a, watch a party. viewing party. They are in New York. There was,
2: there was, um, you know, the the main Chivas account even like is promoting.
0: Chivas so, still, do uh, no, no, Hang on, it was, it was Chivas TV. Let's let, let's come on. Let's 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 not. <laughs> was, no, I, let's not get ahead look, of ourselves. You know, it, it's it's, it's, it's still, a wonder it's, they could even send the tweet. It's
2: still the the main account, but yeah. So props to them, and I believe. Our good friend Rigo helped put that together. He did, he um, did,
0: and we're we're happy, we're happy for them, and hopefully they'll have a lot of folks show up to watch the the Clásico Tapatío. Now, there's two Clásicos uh, this week. There's the Clásico Tapatío, and no, there's the Clásico Chilango.
2: Clásico Chilango. Yeah, so that was the one thing I said. Well, we're going to know if just how legit this is as soon as uh, there's a replacement for this guy, and it just hasn't happened, Uh no one has stepped in to take over. the get us and We have a Maori who's still very green, you know, uh, and it's basically all he has right now at the club would be uh, Varela, who, who you know, even even Varela doesn't have that much experience as GM. He had been with the club before it didn't last long, and then he was at a company where he, you know, where, where they represent players.
0: And they haven't even brought in the Bombero yet, have they?
2: Evan hey, brought in who
0: the Chivas bombero that always comes in to clean things up.
2: Uh, who would that be? Yo? Oh, what's Are his you name? talking about Guerrero? Yes. Okay, you know he's he's been with. uh been
0: with Toluca, right? He's
2: been with Toluca and, and coaching the youth.
0: Well, that's this it.
2: is his third year. He's going to go in his fourth. That's shocking. So that's shocking. We should see how. No, well, we'll see the results has pretty come, soon, man. He's crawling uh, back. Uh, Leo Benhacker said when working at, with the youth squads you know at like the four year mark is when you begin to see results so uh, pretty soon we might start you know seeing the fruits of his labor and we see some some good players because he would have gotten players when they were 15 you know right 15 17 so now they're they're, they're in their late you know so so in
0: 1920 in the in the eight weeks Joel, that, that that we've had that we've had a season, Chivas has yet to have a linear TV, a linear contract, linear media contract yes. here in the U.S. And they don't have a GM. And and somehow you think that Mister uh, that Mister Yeda uh, is sending carrier pigeons with instructions to the to the <laughs> he's Chivas Raven. Front
2: office. He sends ravens. They uh, they do the thing where they He's the it right... crows. I mean he. They'll huh?
0: they'll share an email address and then write write in the draft, and then the other person logs in and reads the draft of the email so that so they you know they can't have a record of anybody.
2: Yeah. yeah, because you you know there was talk when um when he first left when when Niguera was first sacked that uh, the the Monterrey guy was gonna you know that he was candidate. And that's uh, Jorge Urdiales, who had been uh, who had been with the Rayados in their in their golden era, Right. you know, under uh, under the um, King Midas. And and it would you know what if you want to get King Midas, that's a good way of bringing him in if he he gets to work with Urdiales, because he would not work with the Vergaras. He would work with uh, with uh, with the Ordeales guy.
0: But can you really trust any any family whose last name has the word "bad guy" in it?
2: <laughs> Depends. Dep- <laughs> Depends for what? But but no, you're right. You're right. But but they have done. You know they they uh, they haven't been kind to to the King Midas, and that's a big reason he turned down Chivas uh, a while back. You just did not want to work with the with the institution. But but this is this is one way of changing things when you have a, a GM that you know players and coaches will trust just because of the Vergara's just – and this is this is also a big reason why you wanna hold on to a boy. Because sacking them it's sort of like yeah, we messed up but but we're gonna put all the blame on you. Right. You know, we, you know, it was the front office that scheduled convoluted preseason. It is the front office that brought in the players. Well, it didn't even have money for players. You know, they scrunched they up whatever contract. they could find. Yeah. And so they did all this. And then it's like, boy, it, you know, just kind of made it difficult for boy. And I know the fans get a bit too cut up on, oh, you're not playing Alexis Vega or. Why is this guy playing here? <laughs> and I, you know, for for me, I don't think those those things matter as much as like in the big picture. And uh, so he's he's like pub, public enemy number one. that has been my big fight recently with Chiarmanov. It's like, nah, man, you, you could get <laughs> you could get rid of that guy. Put him guys on top. Keep making the same decisions. It's not gonna matter who you bring. Right. You know, it's just someone else to blame. Uh, so which, yeah, yeah, which is
0: pretty much how about ninety percent? Well, not ninety percent, about sixty percent of the guy Mekki's teams operate. I'm going to bring in a guy. He's going to make. I'm not going to give him enough time. I'm going to fire him and then blame him for my bad <laughs> my bad decisions of, of of managing him. Yeah, no, it's. Uh,
2: yeah, and then you limit because like a, a good coach with a good track record he's not going to want to come into that he's not going to want to come into that type of environment the only coaches that you're going to get are the ones that are you know don't have any jobs right now that are still trying to like make their mark like a Palencia or probably a Rafa Puente nothing Mm -hmm. against them but given you a situation sometimes you want uh, someone with a bit more experience you know
0: If I'm not mistaken, Hula, I believe you wanted Rafa Puente for the national team. Excuse me. I said, if I'm not mistaken, I think didn't you want Rafa Puente for the for the national team?
2: I wanted him as assistant.
0: Oh, as an assistant.
2: And then that he would eventually take it take over? over. Right. Yeah, that was. Um, we were going through scenarios of what to do. Before uh, Tata was hired,
0: which uh, has has it worked out quite well for uh, for Mexico so far, despite what happened in in, in, uh, in San Antonio. So Chivas uh, playing Atlas, not going to be on TV. It, 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 it's it's their second biggest game of the year, and in, in Guadalajara the biggest game of the year, and. Uh, kind of a kind of a weird scheduling quirk that they have both that game and then of course the uh, the, the Atlas, I'm sorry, the Pumas America game Joel, uh, on the uh, yes. I want to say that, let's see if they're going to be yeah, they're going to be on back to back, so so the, the antesala you know, the, the undercard is Guadalajara Atlas and then the main event at 9 o'clock is America Pumas yeah
2: doble clásico, okay Big week, big week. And, uh, your Pumas are back in the fight, John. They had, what suffered for two,
0: two defeats. Yeah, we've, we are looking gloom. We either win or lose. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So they got, <coughs> they have four wins and three, I think four wins and three losses.
2: It's quite, and, quite the roller coaster ride.
0: You know, there, I'm, I'm, I'm actually okay with how I just, uh, with, with how they're playing. Uh, they, uh, I would like to see them put up a little bit more of a fight on the losses. That, 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 to me, is a sign of a good team. In fact, the last time in 2015, I remember they played uh, Toluca, I think it was. They lost 2-1, but, I mean, they could have easily tied it. They had, you know, plenty of chances and played well. You're like, wow, this team actually might go somewhere. But, you know, some of the losses they've had here, they just haven't shown up at all. And you're like, boy, this is just – so I'm still a little on the fence with them. Although, you know, like I said, I think if Pumas can make it to the Liga, then I think that's a – that that has been a good season for them. So,
2: yeah, well. Michel has surprised me. He's doing way better than I thought he would.
0: Well, I mean, Joeli does have a World Cup hat trick, you know, to his credit. So, you know, you...
2: true. True, you can't just
0: discount that. Exactly. So, no, it's uh, he yeah, he has been a surprise and uh uh he's just been uh he's been a a fairly competent coach and that's something that that, that Pumas just hasn't had in a while. I mean, really since uh, uh Vasquez left, you know, after taking him to the championship again, they got rid of it. It's like, why would you want to get rid of him after he did that? Because then Paco, no. nothing against Paco Palencia, but he just doesn't, he's not experienced, and then David Patino was uh, uh, you know, was, was a good stopgap, but he just obviously wasn't uh, you know, the guy to move on, you know, and, and Michel Hasig has you know, he hasn't been like incredibly successful, but he hasn't like been a complete flop either, you know, he's been a, a fairly decent coach, and he's had his ups and downs, but he's uh, he has done well, and he's yeah. got the team playing well.
2: Especially with the club not, not really bringing in players. There was like, you know, usually you get some refuerzos. You get to bring two or three guys that are going to help with, with whatever you have in mind for the club, and that just didn't happen.
0: Exactly. So uh Bumas is in uh, they have I think they're like in ninth place right now with uh, Yeah, they're in ninth place with twelve points. Uh actually tied with Leona Monterrey with with twelve but you know uh down goal differential. The the white uh the white roosters or the the big the big white cocks hoy are in, in first place with uh seventeen
2: points. Yeah they are.
0: With uh Mr. They
2: are they're having a great season and that's King Midas is doing. And that's another team with you know, no really big names attached. No. And uh they do have that youngster who's beginning to to play well again. Marcel Ruiz.
0: Yes, he's a, He is uh quite good and he, he kinda fell off a little bit but he but but he's definitely back so uh glad to see that and he's got uh they're actually off they' they't they're not uh, they're not playing they have a buy they have the they have the bye week this week their next game is not until next week where they play uh they have to play uh america de azteca so they've had they're gonna have two weeks off uh to play uh to play america so we'll see how that uh how that plays out for them in second place is Santos, who's been hovering. Uh, if you've seen the graph that, uh, that that Beto puts up on Twitter, you see that Santos has been kind of steady uh, among the top three, as well as América. So it's 17, 16, 15. Necaxa, jo, another surprise, up with a 14. Uh, Tigres at 13. Atlas, now Atlas is at 13. They're in sixth place. Joel, if they lose, the if they lose in a humiliating fashion, the Clásico Tapatillo it'll it'll be the it'll be the, the dart that pops the the Atlas bubble and ends the season.
2: Yeah, I like the way the league's shaping up. Uh, it's going to be quite the fight for that. Seventh and eighth, I think it's going to be... It's going to end up being quite the rumble.
0: Yeah. And uh, like I said, we have León Monterrey-Pumas and then Atlético-San Luis, who's de- making a, a coaching debut. Uh, funny how the the... the San Luis's coach quits after a after after a win. Right. Abruptly quits. A few days later wait. Matosas announces that he's that he's resigning from Costa. Wait,
2: no, he didn't quit, John. Oh did they fire
0: him? No
2: no, the Poncho Sosa? Yeah. Oh no, he was sacked.
0: So they fired him after the win.
2: Oh wait, what? They fired the guy before. Mat- who replaced Poncho
0: Sosa? Yeah, Matosas.
2: Wait, Matosas quit already?
0: Yeah, he 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 left uh, Costa Rica. He resigned because he said he was too bored.
2: No, okay, you're confusing me because uh, yeah, so so no, uh, no.
0: so the 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 the, the, the uh, San Luis coach fired they they fired him after after the yes. win. they so that happens. Matosas then announces, hey, you know what? I'm bored of Costa Rica. I'm going to resign. I'm going to resign. Okay, I miss. I miss. Yeah, and then two days later, he's named as the uh, San Luis coach.
2: Yes, I thought you said Poncho Sosa quit. And I was like, uh, I don't know. They pretty much kicked
0: him out the back door. Yeah, he was pretty weird. controversial. Well, yeah, they quit after a win and they got 11 points. I mean, you know, compare that to the team they're fighting for the right relegation with, Veracruz. They but they did,
2: they did make, uh, they made some allegations that he had said some not so nice words about the player.
0: Oh, whatever.
2: Might have used the P word, or something like that. Or J word, one of those in Espanol. Uh, but I, I think, and it goes back to sort of Cruz Azul thing where, there was a few players that he had benched. They were tied to some uh, saucy promoters. You just can't have that.
0: He's not the boss. He's a very naughty boy. Yes. Yeah, so, uh, <laughs> so it, it is shaping up to be a very interesting. Uh, now, I think I think Pumas has to go to the freaking Azteca. Well, that's right. They won there the last time, so yeah, they'll they'll go to the Azteca. No problem. They'll will uh, take care of business there, and that'll be now, yeah. So so two classes. It's, it's it's a great night, and I think you're right. I think the, the season is definitely uh, shaping up. You know, this is a big. This is a you know as much as we want to talk Chivas on the show, this is a huge game for Atlas because, uh, like I said, I mean the the, the, the the this game can send Atlas in in in, in two opposite directions because if they win, they're going to be as high as they've been in a while, and then they go out. Well, we we can you know make. When was the last time Atlas was even in a semifinal in the league? Yeah, it it has been so long.
2: I can't remember. It would be a huge turning point. Yeah. They did have and, and it's like a slow build up because they had that big tie against Tigres that was Right. You know, it was almost a win. They were they were almost there. Uh you know, Tigres tied it like in the last minutes. You know, and you know, then they they opened the can of whoop-ass on America. They what was did. it, four zero, three zero, four zero? It's pretty brutal. Um,
0: yeah, they, they they're so, beating them pretty good.
2: So those are two big teams, both stronger than Chivas, and and it's like uh, the only thing making that one the Chivas match because it's the classico and it's the big rivalry. So for them, yeah, that would be like like a big boost in confidence and and a big turning point, and I would just put them in that fight. Uh, I mean, they're already in it, but I mean, I think it would it would cement it.
0: Hmm. Yeah. So this is, a, you know, the, 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 there's just it's it, it's a, a Clásicos on, on both. You know, the, the the big one, the Mexico City one, <laughs> is uh, <laughs> is has has some implications because I mean, the same thing. You know, Pumas has a big opportunity there. It can kind of you know s- s- set them on a path. Uh, I don't think it would be as devastating to them if they lost. I actually find this is just my personal opinion, but I've, I've always thought that the Tigres game with Pumas is more of a clásico than the America one.
2: It's the clásico.
0: The clásico the, the the, felino. The, the clásico universitario. Because no, it's, they're
2: it, both like cats, it'll be like clásico. Well, the sure, but,
0: but I mean, <laughs> yeah, you know, they're
2: both universities too.
0: Yeah, but I mean, and also when I was a kid, they were the two best teams, so they, it was it was a big game. So uh, it's my, in, in, it, it, it's my, in my and you know for me the 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 the, the Tigres game is always bigger against uh, against Pumas, the other one's more of a derby, if that makes sense. I mean it's a big game we're gonna be wrong, but it's not as. I think the other one's just it's just it's just a bigger classic in my in, in my personal opinion.
2: Well, and you know the other thing for Chivas is Chivas has two defeats in a row, so I think. Uh... You know, a third one, and it would, to the delight of my Chi hermanos, could very well. <laughs> it could very well be a, you know, boy's last stand.
0: Uh, well, see, that's why I wanted to win because I think that the, the the folks are just trashing him for for j- just to do it.
2: Yeah, it's become the thing about. Yeah, they they've taken what what good he's done, which kind of happened with Cardoso as well, who managed to. If you look at Cardoso's two tournaments, they were better than Matias' last tournament. Right. League, we're talking about league tournament. Uh, but you know, Matias
0: but, brought you know brought the comet down, and you know everyone just uh, you know. I've yeah, seen, he I've did. Seen, I've he, seen the memes of or the memes rather of, the, <laughs> of you know the people looking longingly into the picture of. of, and, of Matias. you know what?
2: So, you know. You know what, John? I do think this whole social media has changed. has changed a lot, like, the way we look at the game or coaches, where some of it is just, like, it's like a meme, you know? It's just, like, it becomes, like, the fun thing to do or say now instead of, like, just analyzing what's going on. Right. It's sort of like you're going to post a GIF. Or a picture, or whatever is the the latest meme, and attach it to what's happening. And and most often than not, it's exaggerated.
0: Well, that's that's the part that I don't really understand about the whole a meme and gift thing. Like if you watch, if you see any, particularly when someone who's a little, you know, or more, more famous posts something, and then the responses are always just pictures, and it's like pictures of just some, you know, just some random chick shrugging her shoulders or whatever it is. You know, so to me, it's like. You know, if you're going to do that, at least at least find something more, a little more iconic than some, you know, some schlep on a sitcom that lasted a season. You know what I mean? <coughs>
2: yeah. No, no, I agree. <coughs> no, I agree, and um, yeah, there, there's been some some improvements for the team, but I guess it's, it's just not what, what the fans expect, and I do think a lot of times the fans exaggerate a bit more. Or they overestimate the team
0: well, they're definitely Chivas That's... fans definitely do that there's no question but i but I will say that you know that there's no reason why Chivas shouldn't be doing a little better because they do have uh a pretty decent amount of talent on that team, and uh you know right now they're in fifteenth place on eight points uh but only four points out of a uh, out of the the le fight so Chivas wins. Uh, they've lost two in a row. If they win two in a row, they're right back in the, in, 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 into the middle of things. And, and again, you know, you know, as much as we want to talk about a, a win for for Atlas, would, would would send them in a certain direction. If Chivas wins this game, now I know that they're used to winning this game, and I know that it's, uh, you know, you know, most Chivas fans could could channel their, their inner uh, Tubo Gomez, and sit down and read the paper while they're watching because they know what's going to happen.
2: Yes, but we have to wonder what Grupo Orlé is doing because they they work they definitely working their magic, John.
0: Yeah, they uh they they have uh have have spun something intriguing over in uh, in uh in 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 Atlas with the Academicos, and hopefully they'll get back to uh like you said in four years time if if they're still there, because remember, I mean they could be you know be fired next month if. Atlas, because they don't own the team; they're managing the team. Let's not let's not forget that. Yeah. They don't own the team; they could, they're just managing the
2: team. They could split the way Sony and Marvel split with Spider Man.
0: That's right. That's right. You know, because, because as <laughs> you as as, as, it. as it stands right now, as it stands right now, you know, they, 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 he's he, he's out, but he but you know he he could be back. If you know they does they always hedge; he could be back. In other words, if you pay you know another hundred million dollars, we'll be okay with it. So we'll see uh, we'll, we'll see how that plays out. So we have we we talked Chivas. So do we we don't have to talk any, any America tonight, right Joel? We don't have to waste our time with that. Any any what? Any 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 America? There's
2: I'm no. sorry, cut off.
0: We don't have to talk any any clue any America tonight. We don't have to worry about talking clue America.
2: Oh what's well, well Kind of have to, man. No, we no, we don't.
0: Come on. Hey. Here, <laughs> let, let me let me uh, let me just do this. America. All right, we're done.
2: No, I mean they've they've been going through their, you know, they suffered quite a few losses. I mean, players players that left the club, and then their string of injuries, and uh, they're slowly trying to get back on track. Uh, I think Gio, we're still expecting to see more from Gio. He hasn't played as much. Well, he's so been I injured. Think that's, yeah, so, I mean, let's see what happens there. I mean, I, for one, want him to do well, cause, just because I've, I've followed his career since he was pretty much 15 years old. Pervert. Uh, I, I remember. <laughs> oh, there was an article that came out in the um, it's a Dallas Chronicle. What did it say?
0: Um, The Dallas Morning News.
2: No, no, it's something Chronicle from Houston from Texas. Houston Chronicle. They, I think, they were one of the first, if not the first, to report on Gio being joining Barcelona. I was like, if you were to look back at, at like, you know, just dig in to find like the oldest. Cause I mean he was 15, and his family was living between Monterrey and and uh, and I think it's Houston. Right. When he left, and so I don't know how, but they, they sort of broke the news, you could say. And uh, and man, we're going way back when, which was like what 2005.
0: Yeah, because he uh, he was in the U17, and it was he and Ben, I were both 15 no. in the U17.
2: No, no, but this was before. Before he was with the under, with the youth.
0: Right, well, I'm telling you that that was, he was 15 at the U-17.
2: Oh, that's right, that's right. So, man, <coughs> so, 2000, around 2003, maybe, 2002? Yeah, it was, goddamn, that's a long
0: time. You were an old man. But, you were an old man.
2: Well, you know what, uh, John? I was talking just about that because... uh <clears throat> I can see my age now because.
0: Yeah. Well, yeah, you're coughing, not, is wheezing. Are, are you gonna, are you gonna to... <laughs> be able to get through the podcast?
2: I will. I, will. I just need to take my meds. Now uh, we've seen uh, Abreu, Abreu's son. Abreu's son was with one of the Mexican youth teams. Right. I think under 17, and that's like we've seen player sons before. Of course, we said like Gio and 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 um. Tadavinos and a few other sages, but like for me I, I never saw their parents play. Even like Nelly Castillo, I don't remember seeing this guy uh, playing in, uh, Chaco, in
0: San Luis. Uh, Chaco's kid is with Cruz Azul and he actually sat next to me at the in in, As well. in, in the press box. And he was okay. he was I mean he was man, he was making notes. He was being very tedious and he was making very about what <laughs> no what? Well, I mean he was preparing for, for his uh, for his show. I didn't want to, yeah. win, but I was thinking, man, if there, I, I said to myself, if there's anybody in this building right now that is that is going through like the emotions of of this game, that, that understands what uh, Tata is going through, it's Chaco.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> and so I wanted to Yeah, ask, Chaco. I wanted to ask him that, but I mean, I saw the way he was working as a man, I'm just going to leave him alone because he is he
2: You didn't is, get to ask him?
0: Well, I mean, I wanted that. I wanted that Chaco, but I, I didn't want. To, I didn't want to bug him because it looked like he was in the zone. Uh, so because I know yeah, he's, he's getting ready yeah. for, for, his, for his TV for his TV shows on Fox uh, Deportes now. But,
2: yeah, and, and particularly for like like Cabreo and Chaco, I, I got to see them playing. Sure. Pretty much since they arrived to I MX. Right. So like to be seeing their sons now, I was like, well, goddamn! <laughs> like, I've been here quite, you know. Just, yeah.
0: Yeah, I've been here quite a while, man. Um, you are, uh, yeah, you're, yeah you're, so you're, you're, is... you're getting old, because I, I mean, you know, we have conversations on the podcast, and then we forget, we forget datos that you know, we otherwise used to be able to rattle off like it was nothing.
2: True. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It's and and for us, it's, I mean, let's face it. I mean, it's it, it sucks. It sucks getting old. So I'm going to play this for the both of us, Joel, our little our little pity party. So, you know, and uh, and thank you to. Uh, <laughs> To TUDN, it was Mexico, I think, that that used this when they uh, showed some highlights of uh, of Argentina beating Mexico on the. Uh, <laughs> yeah, on they Twitter. probably
2: listened to the podcast,
0: Yeah. So we do appreciate like... the, them for that. You know, I always feel like that was a message to us saying we know, yeah. and we listen and we appreciate it. <laughs> so I do. Uh, I do appreciate that. Joel, is there uh, any uh, any other items you want to discuss before we wrap it up here tonight? Do you want to get into the whole uh Farandula like crap, or do you want to, or can we can we pass?
2: Oh, the well, that's the last thing with what happened with um, with the seleccionados being caught up. Nah, I don't think there's much to say. It's been covered ad nauseum. Uh, I, I, you know,
0: it's just honestly, okay. it's just it's just so funny to me that people are, have their their, their panties in a wad because a team, while they were playing practice games on their day off, went and had a good time. Yeah. I mean,
2: I, h- I do, how in I do the hell think... does that
0: make somebody mad?
2: No. No, I mean, I, I, yeah, I don't, I don't get that part. But I do think as far as players, and I do think like now with social media being what it is uh, and just how quick something could spread and, and – um, how easy it is to to get uh, you know, to to get um. Uh, I'm losing the word here. You know, sort of like the trophies how someone to get took exposed video. To get exposed, correct? There, there, that's the word. Yeah, I am old, John. I'm forgetting. I'm even forgetting vocabulary. You know, yeah, I'm, it's, I'm, it's
0: you're, very. You're making me. We have to realize. I have to like like get a whole bunch of new drops for you for you.
2: <laughs> yeah, I'm like Grandpa Simpson. I'm gonna start snoring. Mid sentence. That's right. Uh, <laughs> <French> <laughs> no, it's way easier now. To, French toast, please. To... <laughs> it's <laughs> so easy to get exposed now. I mean, we saw it with trophies. You know, there's that pool party, and someone someone posted a video of it, and and so that's it's kind of the same now with with you have all these different different tools like Instagram and Twitter right. and and, and what and the Snapchat, yeah, and all that and 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 it's easy to manipulate stuff as well where you could have just gone up to the players and it could look like you were hanging out with them. Right. So I, I do feel players need to be more, just more protective and more cautious about that.
0: Yeah, I do too. And, you know, one thing that that always, that always I always have to remind folks, not necessarily I have to remind you, is that let's not pretend that, that Mexico is the, the only team who has players in the world. That act like this in any, you know in, in in any sport. So let's not make a, a more of a big deal than other than the fact that it's just a couple of guys letting loose and that's it.
2: Yeah, yeah, no, but uh, it's changed, man. And if they're not careful, um... well,
0: you know, it's so. Fun. Uh, go ahead.
2: Yeah, I mean, just just that whole thing has changed now, and and people are looking for their ten minutes of fame. Uh, anything that could get them a big following, and and that's that's the whole thing now that you have to be very careful about.
0: Yeah. Boy, I forgot what I was going to see. Now, now I'm doing. Oh, I forgot what I was. Gonna. I had it right <laughs> at the tip of my tongue. Um. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, we we keep
2: seeing it more and more often, so it's becoming more and more prevalent. I think. I think just because. I mean, just just thinking that as a career, you know, you, ultimately you don't want to be, you don't want to have all that bad association stuff.
0: Uh, yeah, but that's but, that, but that's but that's my point. Is that why is why is this considered? Why why is you know going out considered bad? That that's what I don't understand. What is the big deal?
2: Well, I don't think I don't think the whole going out was what's considered bad. Uh, it's the whole. You have Chich and Layun that are married, and, and the whole angle is that they took their lovers to the game. So that's that's like, yeah, their personal stuff is being exposed, you know. Yeah, but how, uh, uh,
0: okay, so, 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 uh, you know, yeah. how does that person, you know what I'm saying? I mean, the, 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 that to me is, is, is the stuff that's being manipulated.
2: Yeah. Well, I mean, and not just that, not like it's like, it, and what, what just made it bigger is like, okay, so it's not that they're cheating; is that they, that that they took the girls to the same hotel where the team was staying at. So it it becomes but, the whole thing.
0: But see now no, 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 l- Listen to your word. You're saying they took the girls as if they're the ones that mm. flew them down.
2: Well, yeah. Well, see, I don't I don't know I don't know if that's true. I'm just saying what the what the what the whole scandal is is. How well see here's here, here here's here's
0: the only thing i'm gonna say about this i okay so percent it's, it's 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 someone's point of view here's here's my interpretation right so these these are two girls who are quote unquote influencers mm. which means that they get their you know the, their their job is to get people to look at them right so so they take all these pictures of them. Hey, look, we're in San Antonio. But the, you know, if, if these two people were with Chicharito, where are the pictures with them with with Chicharito? You know, they said that they were staying at the same hotel. You know, I can find out what hotel the team is staying at. So they could just be at the same hotel. So the, they might yeah. they might create this perception that they're with these folks when they're not. But hey, you know, everyone now believes that they are. Yeah. And so now they're gonna get the a follow up. Yeah, exactly. Because I mean, if, if if they were gonna be and, and why on earth what you know what I'm saying? So it's just and besides and beside, no, but, just, beside but, all that it's it's personal and who gives a shit. It is. But they also had the,
2: the whole thing about they were following they started follow like Layun and Chichar started following those exact girls like in in social media. Like they were liking their pictures and whatnot. But but that's that's like the main angle though, of, right? Because we've seen it but before. But you don't with know if those selección. pictures are real or not. No, you don't. But but it's like a recurring theme with the not. selección partying, like you, it's like, a regular you know the...
0: It's a recurring theme with every professional sports team on the planet. Let's be honest.
2: No, yeah, it is, it is. But I mean, it's still going to cost. You know, like if I'm a selecciónado, and you have a choice to make. And you know that something like that, as innocent as it could be, is just gonna cause controversy. So you do ultimately have a choice: am I gonna be part of it or not? And and that's that's what I think. It, and I mean, you're you're part of the you know you're with the selección, so you're, you're you're gonna be in the limelight, and and people pay a lot of money, you know, for games and to travel and to do all that, so. I think that's that's also why they it becomes even a bigger deal, and those guys are also okay they get paid. Right.
0: So you so know, so just this. just just so I'm clear, just so I'm clear. Yeah. So uh, on their on their time off, and then the federation, and then and then them being back to doing, you know, the the they the, everybody came back on time and every, every everything was perfectly fine. Federation had, you know, uh, on TV, Federation had absolutely no problem with with anybody's behavior. It was you know, it's done, it's over. It's aren't aren't players entitled to to, to 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 privacy? No, no, they are.
2: They are. I agree with you. But I'm just saying that we've seen, uh, you know, these stories where it's not happening in their privacy. It's happening in the in the hotel. In the hotel where the team is.
0: Yes, yeah, but, but again, at. but you're making this gigantic assumption because of what because because of why? Because of these these, these supposed girls
2: No, I'm not I'm not making an assumption of, of they, what just happened. You just I'm, told I'm, me I'm, I'm talking about past past um uh you know, with, with with like like the Selección that was concentrated in Ecuador and they were in the hotel and they took the girls right. to the hotel where they were staying. So stuff like that. So that's that's like the angle that the that the place that filtered that. That's the angle that they're playing.
0: Well, that the players saying, themselves. You football.
2: guys. <laughs> no, is. I know, but that's they're saying like you guys brought in the girls into the hotel where you're supposed to be staying previous to the game. So this it wasn't isn't previous what you're to doing the game. Like it was with...
0: after a game. Number
2: one. No, no, no. That's because there was two things. There was two things uh, that. I forgot the name of the place that was putting out the news. Um, I, and I had I had them here, but so the the New York thing, the the New York thing was after the U.S. game.
0: It was on but a Saturday have, afternoon. Yeah. When, when but, they, but had, they had their 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 free time, and then no, they had to go. Then they had to go back to that. They had to go back to that at a certain time. Yeah. And everybody did. So again, what is the big deal?
2: Well, this is their big deal that they're saying. is like, okay, these girls were in New York, and they were at that club. Okay. You know? And then two, three days later, those same girls are in Texas staying in the same hotel as the Selección. So that's, that's their angle that they're pushing that. Those guys brought them with them and put them at that hotel where the team's supposed to be concentrated
0: at and, and 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 who's pushing this angle
2: it's uh the the
0: man cuz they're I, the I, ones it is a it is a twitter account that makes its living yes pretending to trying to expose soccer players that that's what it says in its head so it, yeah, if, if that's how they make uh... their living don't you think that there might be a possibility that they that they might fabricate some stuff too yeah, they could have planted them. I'm not saying that they planted them, but maybe, maybe, or maybe they did. Who knows? But again, I mean, no. if they, if the if these girls who are so proud of what they've done, I mean, they obviously don't care about about anybody's you know livelihood or reputation or anything else. So what, you know, wouldn't they also just publish? You know, they got to get their clicks. So what, what, you know, if these girls were with these guys, they wanted to, where are the pictures of these girls with these guys other than just showing showing that they were at the same hotel.
2: Yeah no they, they didn't they didn't they didn't show that. Right. But I mean there is a video though, the video in the but that's from the club. But the girls that are at the hotel they all were getting followed and liked. But by again, but, but but
0: but but who but who posted those pictures that same account?
2: No well I mean they did. Exactly.
0: They did that, yeah. Anyway, I'll, I'll you know you know for 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 people to get whatever about, about this whole thing about, about the players letting some steam off, seventy two hours before their next game, you know, then then you know at this point you're you're looking for a reason to get pissed at the team. And then, yeah, then that's just no. I, I
2: I agree with that point, but my my thing is with the players. It's like you have to be more protective of your image, you know because at the end of the day they they are selling their image it's 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 you know'cause they they sell jerseys they sell whatnot it it ultimately it is an image that they're selling uh, where even fans are going to criticize what team you play in no
0: i mean I, I, so, I don't disagree with you there but but I do think that uh you know that the, the players have right to privacy and I think that, you know the, the, you know as as evidenced by by who's posting what what has been posted. I think that those people have motives well beyond anything of what, what the player has done. Yeah. And, I, no. I, and frankly, I, th- I find it incredibly offensive. Yeah.
2: And, and I agree with you about the privacy, but at the same time, they're public figures. So just being the public figure, same as like singers and actors, Yeah, but, you know, you're, just but not, you know what? you're not going to get that privacy. I,
0: they're going to hunt you down well, at every And that's turn. fine. And, you know, and, and, and they can, you know, there there's ways to handle that. And, uh, you know, you know. I mean, how can I mean? Imagine you having the the, the balls to go up to a to a, to a player and 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 to take that picture at a place like that, and then if the guy doesn't consent, are you going to take his picture anyway? Probably, yeah, you are. Because I mean, it's just it, to me, it's just it, it, it's it's just it's a very uh, it's a very problematic thing in our society right now, where. Proving you had an experience is more important than the actual experience itself. And I'm not quite sure why that is, but that's a topic for another time.
2: Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I agree. I agree. On, I agree, but I'm just going to, you know, I think Bella is one of the dudes. I think he, he just didn't want to be cut up and all that. And I think it's a big reason why he's, he's just enjoying life here and, in Los Angeles and in MLS. And it's another reason why like someone like Chicharro is not going to want to return to Mexico. Because he knows that's waiting for him. Uh, so it, I, I could see him over here as yeah, well. Yeah,
0: well, I mean, like I said last week, I think that if Chicharro comes back, uh, I, think that he's, he, I don't think he's going to play anymore, but I think he'll, he'll come back and do TV for sure. And I think he'll do TV in the States. And I think he'll do it in English. And he that would be English. a huge a huge get for Fox or whoever it is that gets
2: them. It'll be like the spicy soccer show.
0: Well, I mean, you, you have, know, you have a, an iconic Mexican player that speaks English, so you, you're getting, you know, you're you're, you're tapping into yeah. an audience that they've never had before.
2: Yeah, and he's, he's just a big name that you need.
0: Yeah, exactly.
2: And then even Bella by that point should be more fluent. He already speaks English, but you know, in a year or two, he's he's bound to be quite fluent.
0: Right. So, yeah, but I mean, I think that uh, Chichai is so much more. He'd be much better on TV.
2: Oh, man, I don't know, man. I might have to give up watching football if it gets to that point where I'm turning on the TV.
0: To watch Chichai to do his commentary in English?
2: Chicha, The Chicha and Bella show. <laughs> and it's, it's them talking now. And I'm like, okay, I'm done. I just, there's nothing to watch here, right? I'm just, I'm moving on to something else.
0: Yeah, that would be, uh, that would be very interesting. I would actually watch that show. I think. <laughs> no, I, mean, I personally believe that that you know Chichetto is gonna, he's gonna, you know, try and make a go of it in, in Spain, and then I think if, if if it works out great, if it doesn't, I think so you know what, yeah. And then he's going to go. And uh, but I think it's going to work out for him. I think he's going to have a good year. He scored a great goal against the U.S. Man, that was uh, as as, <laughs> as good a goal as he scored for Mexico in a long time.
2: Yeah, yeah, he still has that record.
0: You know, and, um, shame, and shame on us, Juan. Shame on me as a host for we didn't even tuck do you. You know, Mexico beats the U.S. in a friendly. Of course, it's friendly, and I get it. But for the first time in twenty yeah. years, and we barely glossed over it. I guess because it happened a week ago, but uh, shame on us for that. It was it was it was, it was a it was a, good, it was a good win for Mexico. They they uh, they they picked their spots and they, and they and they 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 did really well and and they took like like four shots on goal and scored on three. Yeah,
2: <laughs> it's it's it was so good, it made the loss to Argentina that much more disappointing.
0: True. That is a, that that is a a, a very valid point. But uh, now, now on that play, Tecatito uh, made a made a terrific move and paid it off with with an outstanding cross. And Chicharito was able to, you know, and that cross was kind of floated. Ho, it wasn't like like, you know, usually on headers you're kind of using the force of the header just to misdirect it. Teachachito, yeah, that on, wasn't. He hit that ball with his head and, and shot and shot out like a cannon.
2: That was a nice goal. Yeah. Was, oh man! Before I leave, John. Yes, sir. I don't know if you guys have seen it, but the Netflix has the Tevez. It's like a Tevez documentary, but it's like one of those where they acted out. Oh yeah, it's called it's called Apache. It's really good.
0: You know, it's funny. He did not like that nickname Apache. It's like, man, if you know anything about the Apaches, dude, you'd totally change your mind. No,
2: but I think it was like. A, it was like, um, I think it, it's one of those things that started as like an insult.
0: Right. No, I get that, but what I'm saying is that if, if he, you know, if, you know found out, you know, found out about how the, the, you know, what kind of tribe the Apache were, I think it was actually kind of a cool thing because they were like the, you know, the badasses, the, the warriors.
2: Yeah, yeah, they were. So, but it's called Apache, and it's on, it's on Netflix, and it's, I recommend it. It's, it's really good
0: we will have to. I'll we'll have to take a look at that. I, I finally watched the uh, the last of the of the World Cup movies.
2: Oh, you're still finishing the that, uh,
0: that are on Amazon, which are really, really, really entertaining to watch. I, I highly recommend. Yeah, I need to.
2: I need to. Oh, and the Maradona one. It's going to be on HBO.
0: Yeah, I don't have HBO anymore. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to get a. Hopefully that'll that'll be out on. I think they're going to release it in the theater too. So. Hopefully yeah,
2: or or I think it was going to be on Amazon Prime.
0: Was oh, to be on Prime too?
2: I think I, I don't remember.
0: Yeah, and, and it's going to focus yeah. on his time in Napoli, which is where really where he played his the best soccer of his career. So it should be very interesting.
2: Yeah, and because yeah, he got involved with the Camorra, not the Rosario Mafia, but the oh, the Camorra Neapolitan.
0: Wow, well, I, I mean, are I they going to touch on that too? Uh, Huh? No,
2: yeah, I'm pretty sure they will. I'm pretty sure they will.
0: Very interesting. We'll see how that that plays out. No, I'm I'm looking forward to that, and uh, hopefully I'll get to... Get to watch it when it comes out. We'll figure out. We'll There's always a way, right, Hoel? If history has taught us anything, is that you can watch anything now. So we will uh, keep an eye on that. Well, Hoel, I think this has been a very, uh, very entertaining show. I'm glad we were able to do this. I'm glad I was able to figure out how to send a, a stream here on the YouTube uh, with our other apps, since we don't get to do it the way we used to. It's a, you know, change is hard, Hoyle. So we had to, you know, make some adjustments. But I think, I think we got it going and. If I can figure out how to make this uh, happen on the mobile, then we'll uh, we'll figure that out too. But uh, at this point, we'll go ahead and wrap it up. Hoed, uh, uh, thank you very much for joining us.
2: Oh, always a pleasure, John.
0: And uh, thank you all for for coming on, and thanks to the folks uh, that were on the chat. We do appreciate that. And uh, we are uh, going to be posting this on our uh, on our. Areas that are podcast areas where we have quite a few. So uh, uh, feel free to. uh, And then of course, if you had a chance to uh, listen to the uh, chat we had with Archbell earlier in the week, it was uh, a very good chat about the U S soccer and Argentine soccer as well happened right before the uh, Argentine game. So uh, I do appreciate uh, everyone coming on and Joel, uh, we'll do this again. Uh, We'll do this again sometime next week. Hello. Yeah, right, we'll, we'll do it again sometime next week.
2: I didn't, I didn't hear it like the last minute.
0: Oh, did I? Uh, did I cut out again?
2: I don't know what happened. I just I couldn't right. hear you.
0: Well, it happens. Well, anyway, I was I was all I was saying was just uh, was saying uh, good night, and we'll uh, we'll be back again next week.
2: Yes, same bad time, same bad channel. Right.
0: Well, thanks everyone for joining us here in the Cantina Max podcast. My name is John Jagu for Beto Campa and las This is John Jagu saying good night. We will. Talk to you guys next time.